All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, so where are we? Uh, we are here at Jonathan Rogers Park, which is on... Oh, we just gave people real tight information <laughs> East of where Vancouver. they can find us. Well, I think they knew that already. Well, time is a flat circle. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I heard that from, from someone. Matt McConaughey. Um, this is the fifth episode of. of All right, I, I gotta lean in because we're outside. Do we have? I feel like we can just talk really loud. I'm just gonna hurt my back. And do this all the time. <laughs> yeah, or we this can also the, lie on our stomachs. This is the fifth. Uh, I'm sure we'll adjust eventually. Yeah. Um, this is the fifth episode of No Context Whatsoever. I am Evan LaRage. Steve No Baby. Uh, Allie Anthill, <laughs> or Rowdy Russell. And why are we calling you Anthill? So we sat down about 20 minutes ago, and I was immediately swarmed by ants. About so 9,000. It was clear that I had sat on an anthill, so we've since moved over. I like to believe she just carries them around. <laughs> I like to believe she... And then she... we noticed, and she was like, oh, gotta make it up. <laughs> Oh no! Oh god, where'd oh, they god. come from? I'm pretty sure come she went through me. a car wash that was actually filled with sugar water and not water. <laughs> or I just don't shower. I'm just covered in bugs. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so we are sitting outside, hence the background noise. We're sitting yeah, in front of some dudes Which who are is appropriate. Mm -hmm. There are some dudes playing ping pong. There are some kids playing dodgeball. But most importantly, there are people playing rugby, which is kind of a more badass version of American football. Oh. And today, the show in question. Oh, yeah. Great point. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Season 3, episode 8? Yep. Yep. That's correct. And it was called New, New York, York, New, New York. York. And this is important because um, my fiance loves the show. Right. And when I told her what episode we were watching, she was just like, no. Oh, did she know it? Yeah. Like, she knew it right away. She was like, no. And why? I was like, why? And she's like, the episode is terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair enough. Um, it was not that exciting. No, no it wasn't. <laughs> I feel I, like it, as much as it was not exciting for us, it was a moment in the lives of the people no, who were in I feel the like, show. I feel, I feel like, like it was like a it weird, wasn't. it was like a weird in-betweener where exactly. they were like, shit, we don't have any stuff to like, It was a definitely the a transitional episode. Yes, I know, it's true. Like, so the network came in, they're like, guys, get to a big city. We're tired of being in a small town. Or just like, we I haven't quite was, figured out what's next in the plot. I think it was like, we need 10 episodes and we have really like nine great plots. <laughs> yes, know? and this is the in-betweener yeah. where we talk about real estate and you go to New York. Mm. So... Um, two very, before we dive into it, yeah. two very different timelines in the series of the lives of the people there. Yeah, Half of them I were mean, in, in the small town trying to buy into the, the housing market before it crashed, or maybe just after it crashed, I don't know. And then this, two others seeing Bright Lights Big City for the first time. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a little bit dull, but anyway, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we will. Everyone have their notes? Yep. Oh, we will. <laughs> yep. Got our notes ready. So, theme song. Yeah, the theme song was. Do the you theme remember? Song was literally. <laughs> Every time it you sounded, remember. It. I actually, first of all, love the theme song. It sounded like a. Um, it sounded like a song by Explosions in the Sky. I think oh, the cool. entire the entire episode. That's what I caught on to was an Explosions in the Sky soundtrack. Really? I did some hard research after that. <laughs> Couldn't find it on Spotify, and that's where it ended. No, but I feel like I remember there being one song that I recognized that wasn't in this potion. But anyways, 
there was definitely some 90s rock happening oh, in the yeah, first yeah, scene yeah, when we were yeah, in the bar. exactly. Right. I think most of the episode did a really good job at really epitomizing how small towns are stuck in the past. Yep. In terms of music, in terms of culture, in terms of whatever the hell you want. Like, it's just kind of like small town. But it, then I also looked at how that's kind of comforting. And I, if I grew up in a small town, I would appreciate this so much. There's something about the accent, the, like, southern American accent, that is both, as you say, comforting, but also, like, I just think that whatever someone says with that accent, they're, like, 50% dumber than I am. <laughs> Like, I can't help but just be like, I don't know if I believe anything. Yeah, that's a city down. slicker talking right yeah, now. I, know, it's true. I really true. feel like uh, southern accents are really obnoxious when they're alone. Like, when there's one person with sure. a southern accent. Yeah, right. But when it's everyone with a southern accent, it's really, like, natural and comforting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. There's something about in a group. There's something like a group of southerners. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, I should board a plane headed to, like, Dallas. We all should. <laughs> Maybe someday soon. Yeah. Um, World tour. Coming up soon. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Um, before so, we get started, yes. I'd just like to say that Squarespace <laughs> is a fantastic. We are huge fans <laughs> of Squarespace. I mean, if you want to make a website, body. head yep. to squarespace.com <laughs> slash we don't actually get sponsored by Squarespace. <laughs> so don't add a slash. Just go to the regular, go to the regular <laughs> website, but then also maybe tweet them and or, tell them to sponsor us. Or, or do like slash the read because that's a great podcast and right. they also actually get sponsored so use so their dropping as many names as possible yeah. right now yes sponsor us. We... Sponsor us. um facebook.com <laughs> head to facebook facebook.com go to facebook.com <laughs> and book your trip to mars <laughs> use the code hashtag whatsoever <laughs> and you'll be there now <laughs> um yeah so show starts off uh, with a bunch of country bros just drinking around a table. Yep. And they're talking about their dreams for whatever reason. I feel like it's cheers. all from the shoulders up, too. They cheers. It's all from they, the shoulders up. At one point, up. they cheers to money. They're like, yeah. cheers to money. Cheersing to uh, money in small town Texas. There was something about them, like, there was something about them getting, like, uh, that, like, if they, I don't know if it was, like, a lawsuit or something, but some guy said 14 grand. Like, there was a specific oh. number. Right, It right. was almost like um, they, maybe they were involved in, like, a suit or something right. like that. I don't know. What don't it know. was kind of sketchy context. being in like a like a, a dive bar, kind of like grimy. I felt like that entire scene, the opening scene, happened at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Like no one was actually doing the things that they need to do to make money to have a life in this part of the world. Yeah, but and we have no idea what they do. They were all they were all kind of like bros, and I felt immediately it was a it was like a happy reunion. Yep. Uh, and one of them very specifically talks about how he would go to New York. Yeah, so the three of them are like, oh, I'd use it on strippers or booze or whatever. And then there's one guy um, who's like, I would travel to New York City and work as a, the sport agency of this guy I, I, I met. Right. He was also kind of shunned by his, his, his homies. He was a little like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, clearly more well-spoken and actually had And also was talking about leaving where they live. Likely they more... Said, Why would you want to leave Texas? Yeah. Um, <laughs> morally sound. He's reasons. a morally sound man. And then he was like, I'm going to go to the big city. And then he's like, well, not really. I'm going to go to New Jersey. I'm going to have a family in New Jersey and then commute into New York. Into Manhattan every day. Right. So he's got it planned out. He's got a plan. He's got he's got a, a method. So I need to say, starting right now, that I believe. 
these are the weakest notes I've taken because I almost <laughs> fell asleep. Same. A Same. whole bunch of times. Hundred percent. And I, I would like catch myself with notes. my eyes closed yeah, yeah, yeah. and be like, "Oh no." I don't know what it was, but I was kind of like primed. I was I was doing some you work. Primed. I was like, "All right, I want to watch this, make a point to do this," because I do remember being quite lackluster in yeah, my last, last two one, you attempts. Were like, I missed half of it. I was hungover. <sighs> yeah. So that's good. Someone's primed. One of the, yeah. One of you. Um, one of you. I um. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm not gonna try and make jokes. Um, <laughs> It's not yeah. that ready to go. No. Um, so we cut away from their little bro drinking scene to yep. uh, someone showing a house. Right. Like a dream house. Yes. Um, and we find out that there's basically like a like a seller talking it up. A seller, what do you call him? Real estate agent. Real, yep, yep. Just like talking up this house, being like blah, blah, blah. I wasn't really paying attention to the details, no. but it was a really big house. It was pretty quick to go was from. Excited about it. It, was, it was pretty quick to go from like that scene where it's just like. A reunion no. of sorts where, like, I related a tiny bit. I was like, yeah, I, I've been around I a... Be a Texas bro. Well, I've been around a table where it's... Oh, sorry, there's a ping pong game happening. It's really exciting. <laughs> at Jonathan Rogers Park. Huh. And guys are spitting dip, which I guess is appropriate for an episode about Texas. <laughs> True. It's <laughs> very appropriate. But it went from that scene of being like, yeah, I'm going to go fulfill my preordained future with someone... Um, because it, it, it did the, the four dudes at the table, and then it cut to the the, the couple. The no, like, it didn't. Yeah, well, it went did. to the, no, it didn't. The, I have the order. The I wouldn't have messed up first, the first five minutes. And then, no, but you're right. That comes next. <laughs> that comes next. Yeah, so a boring real estate situation where a woman is looking at a house. She's excited about it. Yeah. That's pretty and much all And you find out that she's the principal of the school. Yes. Is she the right. principal? I thought she was a social worker. She's the principal, principal, and her husband is the football coach. Oh, yeah. she had a small office. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, you call yourself a principal. <laughs> what kind of office are you in? Um, but then we do. So then we cut. Yes. To a cowboy. Yes. And his girlfriend sitting hanging in the out back in of his truck. Sitting in the Which back of Which is that scene, yeah. right? It's yeah. like that scene. We've and seen it a romantic. ton of times. Yep. Yep. And they're and talking about how he's going to be going away. And she has a college interview. Yep. And then they talk about doing the long-distance relationship thing. And she's like, it's going to be fine because you're coming back soon, right? And he, like, very uncertainly says, uh, yeah, I'll be back. And it's <laughs> and like, yeah, you're not coming back. And then they're all cute and shit and But she does not seem certain. And there's some insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like a, a little, a little, a little boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Boop. So they have a, a moment, boop. but you're not certain about him actually returning. And so that was also pretty boring. Yeah, um, But quick cut. Yep. Sports. Oh, yeah. So I, when I say, when we say no context whatsoever, I knew that Friday Night Lights was a football show. Of course. Right. That's all I knew. That's Based all I off knew. of the movie. There's a, there's a movie. Well, yeah. There's a movie? A really decent movie. Oh. Oh, wait, I didn't. Wait, are you thinking about? No, not remember any given Titans. Sunday. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> or remember the Titans. <laughs> Oh, wait, so there's been a it's lot not of with Al Pacino. It's not with Al Pacino. It's not with Ryan Gosling. So it is a movie called Friday Night Lights. Yeah, and, and the they, show is based on that. Yes. Okay, good okay. to know. Well, you, you have, have some more context. context. <laughs> I feel like you should leave. Um, but <laughs> or, or you should lead. I was like, that's what you were going to say. <laughs> I, I should lead. Uh, sports, and then on the sports field, uh, heart attack. Old man decides to stumble. I don't mm. think I saw him again. For no, the rest we, of the episode. We did. He was in the hospital. Yeah, well, so, it was negligible. Yeah. yeah. So that was, I guess, exciting. That was right before the credits. And heart, we don't, a- heart attack. Credits. Right. But we don't know who he was. He's a coach no. or some sort. There was, yeah. there was one thing that happened 
mid-heart attack, which was, oh, everything is filmed by another man standing in this situation. It's a handicap, like, kind of yeah, shot film. the camera was film. kind of annoying. It's obviously their thing, but it's quite weird angles and cutting. Super and janky, and like, janky. back and forth. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, what do you want to talk about? Zoom? And yeah, it was kind yeah. of like The Office had met <laughs> high dramatic. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. it was super dramatic and about sports and about Texas mm. and about values that I, I mean, would identify with if I was romanticized by the idea of being on television for the rest of my life. It was just like kind of bad. Whoa. Alrighty. Um, for the rest of my life. So you did skip something which was seemed pretty unimportant but is actually relevant because it reappears later in the show, which is there's a backup quarterback. Oh. And he's talking shit about a wide receiver who's fucking up his routes. And then he's like, can I show him how to do it? And the coach is like, yeah, show him, whatever. And this and this backup quarterback runs the route and catches the ball. And everyone's like, yeah, good job. That's Anytime how it's done. Anytime there was like the sports stuff, I definitely zoned out. And it made me realize that's, like, that's the opposite. why I don't that's like the, that show. That is the only time that I zoned in was when there was sports. Right, so, so like, it works yeah, well exactly. between the you two You zoned into zoned sports. Out. Yeah, I, was, I care well, about sports, and I don't care about anything else. And I thought this was going to be a football show, and I was like, yeah. Oh, and I'll goodness. say right now, in case you haven't watched it yet, don't, because there's not a single fucking football game. <laughs> no, it's true. This episode <laughs> this whole show, zero. I thought there was going to be I so, thought there was a game every show. The sports factor to me was like, all right, this is when I can zone out because I know exactly what's going to happen. Okay, when you watch Remember the Titans... I feel like the whole movie is broken up by by games. There's like true an early game mm, uh-huh. where they don't work well together. Right. And there's right. a later game where they start to like impress people and everyone's surprised. There's like the game where there's like racist shit happening yes, and right. this is when they really come together and then there's like a championship game which then, is like how right. the movie Yeah, kinda... and you would think that Denzel stands out in that and he's like Wait, Denzel I love that that movie. Denzel's a great main it's a Disney movie. He's the main coach in Wait, sorry, which one? Remember, remember the, the Titans, Titans. Right, right. not the other one. I think it's like 2002. Great movie. But yeah, what no. is pain? French bread. <laughs> what are fatigues? Army clothes. Will you ever quit? No. We want some more. We want some more. We want some more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't know that reference, that was a great but movie. I can get on board. What is pain? What's uh, the guy from from Scrubs is in that too, right? Um, oh, with yeah. Yeah. The, also in Clueless. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, we all related to well, something that we didn't not watch. Enough sports. Anyways, in there was like one. two minutes of football, then the theme song, which we already talked about. Right. Well, uh, did we talk about it enough? <laughs> I don't. I honestly, I, I, it was a good song. As soon as I heard it, I was like, Evan will remember. I'm not gonna remember. No, it's it's it was, was kind of like explosions in the sky. So it was just like guitar, like. Just like soundscapey. Yeah. yeah. Right. Quite quite soundscapey. Quite epic. Like, and then there's like cuts to the actors with their faces which is like pretty old school approach to uh to an intro but it was good yeah, it was a good yeah. intro no complaints to the intro just love making music so after the intro yeah did you want to say something about no the intro? i was just gonna say all right. after that we cut to first of all so the guy who had big dreams in a wheelchair, in a wheelchair which we didn't see we, we didn't had know. no idea and that was our no context moment. until exactly. we were there in the city and he's motoring around so i wrote anyone he's else rolling of, around new york yep just loving um, it it was a, yeah, it was a quick cut to like small town kids in the big city. Yeah, and uh, it's it, pretty much Macaulay Culkin and Home Alone. Exactly, that's what I said. <laughs> Friday Night Lights, Lost in New York. Yeah, hundred um, percent. It, so, it, it became a montage pretty quick when he was yes. looking for like, like an anchor. I, I, I was again heavily related to the fact that it's a small town. I'm actually from a mediocre, medi- well, no, yeah, uh, a medium sized town, but. Um, it was it was just like two kids in a big city trying to figure out their footing for the first time, 
and they start asking people where they got their suits wow. from. Yeah, like mm. businessmen on the street. Yeah. Literally just stopping people on the street. Where'd <laughs> and, you get your suit? And the guy in the middle of a cell phone conversation on his flip phone, Nokia, was like, oh, it's, uh, it's Paul from Stewart it's Paul Stewart. Right. Yeah. So and then, then they like, started asking for to where find is, where Paul Stewart is. Where, does Paul Stewart where is live? the person that is Paul Stewart? Ah. Right. Did you Super guys weird. Just, did you guys know that Paul Stewart was a thing? I did no. not know before this. Okay. No. Maybe it's not a thing. Maybe they just invented it. I no, could, it must be. It could there. be like a an approximation of like what it's like. Uh, Some known suit brand. Yeah. Anyways, it was a fancy suit brand. They show up and they goes, "How much is the suit?" And it was like, "How much is that suit?" And it was like eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Which I wrote down. I was like, in the grand scheme of things, when they were talking about how like if they were trying to make a point about how expensive something was, eighteen hundred bucks did not seem like. For yeah. like a really nice full suit, like, I thought they were gonna say like five or ten grand. Right, right, right. Which I think probably you can spend that much on a suit. Well, like if you're about to get married or something. But, but this country couple, these country boys were not. Don't get me wrong. I think it's an expensive suit. Yeah. But you're in New York City and you walk into this fancy place. Big. They probably could have been like five grand. And everyone over yeah. Like, yeah. I just I thought eighteen hundred was a weird choice. Did, yeah. But didn't I guess even it's seem huge that much. For like, but at that point, like, did no one really understood? I didn't understand why they were trying to find a fancy no, suit. No, we like, didn't know. It was know. just like two dudes who all of a sudden are in New York, and they're like, um, well, he's I need a suit. Well, he wanted to be an agent. Right. He did, but it was like on this sort of like, it's like pipe dream, this vision where he's going to be in New Jersey and commuting to the city. Yeah, I didn't really follow the reason And then why they're there, there all of a sudden. Like, that was actually a quick turnaround where it's like, I'm going to dive bar. It was bar, very quickly that they were in New York. And then I'm yeah. in New York. Yeah. So yeah. we definitely missed like at least six days. Yeah, of them like <laughs> yeah. going to the airport and traveling yeah, to New York. Buying, yeah. buying the flight, buying the ticket, getting there. So they're there and then instead they're like, all right. And then quick cut to them going to like a shitty two suits for like $125. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Bodega. It was, well, it was really good to see the wheelchair dude on how he was trying to win the girl back. So yeah. There so, was that idea, that notion so of winning the girl So can you go back. into detail? Because I, I missed most of that conversation when I was like almost falling asleep. So, but he said something like, I only caught the end, but he says like, what if she doesn't take me back? So right. what's the like preamble? His, his response, well, the preamble is what we had seen. And the response to what if she doesn't take me back is, I just got to make her, make it so she doesn't say no. And then my immediate instinct in that was like, like my response was that that's probably how you ended up in a wheelchair <laughs> forcing someone to not say no to you wait but do we know why he's in a wheelchair it must have been a football injury i bet. i mean that's a safe assumption i feel which is yeah i'm pretty sure that's why he but we didn't know that but we just assumed that the quick assumption maybe based on why, that wait, comment maybe that's why they're getting money because they like sued the school uh, or something maybe maybe it's some settlement money because right, right, he's right. like paralyzed or yep, whatever yep. well none of those guys end up playing in the high school football team. Well, and clearly post high school and not right. going to university except for They're the the you two people what? in the in the pickup who are like I'll go to university, I'll go travel the world. It's fine. You yeah, we what? really don't know I, where uh, these guys are at in their life. No. But I was like, no, these people are super old and I also thought that the fucking cowboy couple was so old. And then later on, the girl's like, I'm 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was no. like, wait no, a you're friggin' not. minute. No, exactly. You are not seventeen. Not 17. Do you guys remember? Do you remember the two suit deal? So we have yes, the baseline right. of eighteen hundred bucks. Eighteen hundred, and then it's two for twenty. So it's two suits. It's the two suit deal. Two suits, two shorts, two ties, two socks, and a free pair of shoes for two hundred bucks. Yep. My question was, why is it only one pair of shoes? Was that what it? is the other guy like? It's one free pair of shoes. Right. The other guy is gonna go shoeless in New shoeless. York, and he like 
not going to make it. Well, and also he you wasn't even shoes. there for a suit, so that also didn't make sense. But, but they were trying to sell two suits, the two-suit yeah. deal. Yeah. You try to sell two suits to one guy, though. Two right. suits sure. to two dudes. That's true. So that's why yeah. you only need one. I don't think you need the a couple deal. Of suits. I don't think they expect people to come in with their friend and As be a like, couple. "Yeah, we're here for the two suit deal." <laughs> the two of us. We need a suit. You go in each. alone and you get two suits. <laughs> <laughs> so they bought into the two hundred dollar deal. Half of it, anyway. And uh, so then, so so he gets the shitty suit, and is the, is it then next that he goes to? I think next we see the the guidance counselor, well, the principal, principal again. Right. And then it's the girl who was in the back of the pickup truck asking her boyfriend whether or not he was going to come or go. And was, then, But her name, which came up later, I, I heard it a few times. I'm pretty sure it was Tara Clit. Tara Clit. Also, you skipped more scene. you got to keep us on track. No, What's no. Yeah, you skipped the scene of a cut to the hospital room where the sick oh, coach right. is there. The yeah, but I feel like that. And the other guy is like, which again is a so, scene we don't understand at all. No, Realize yeah. though that we're in Texas and heart attacks happen every second. So yeah, they're in the hospital, moment. but then there's a guy pressuring him to replace the coach already while they're in right. the hospital. And he's like, you got to replace him with like boon boosters, I think you called them. Boondoggle? I think it was boosters. That's we have no scene? background. Yeah. Okay. We have no background, so it's like this argument over replacing the coach, and he's like, I don't tell them, I'm going to do it my way. And I was like, I don't know what any of this means. So well, now we cut to the principal. Right. Or guidance counselor. I don't know. I feel like she's it was... The principal. She's the she's principal. principal. But she also times. was obviously like helping these students who are graduating to try well, to find their these, way. Well, these students who need the help, because that's how yes. she came across, was someone who was like lost, maybe trying to find a way in or out of whatever the hell was going on in small town Texas. But is this when we see her in the home with her husband with her little baby, which to me seemed like she was too old to have a small baby? Like, I thought she was no, a grandma. this was uh, before that. Okay. Sorry, but, yeah, so she's... And it's true, the old people are really old. act really young. You know, like, the older characters, yeah. you're like, no, you're too old for this position. Right. And then the young people, you're like, no, you're not, you're too old yeah, as yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like everyone's like meant to be younger than they actually are. Yeah, exactly. Which but is the probably like a normal television. I guess. Just yeah. casting shit. But the 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 one line that came out of that little exchange between uh, principal wow. and the student who was looking to like figure her life out was like, I gotta. You're going against the odds, so you you really need to like figure it out. But I'm here to help you and really really help you. And I thought that she was just like. Kind of slow, like wait the student or the, the student. The student was like in need of dire help because she couldn't find out how to apply for her university. No, but I didn't know that university was what she was applying for. I thought she was trying to get like back in the class. Maybe she might have been a, a troublesome student. She seemed pretty straight edge to me. She's pretty yeah, hot too. She, she said you went against the odds, but that could have meant like she's like from like a single parent home. Or well, something. what? Is, yeah, but we like what? Know. What is it? Like what was? Is the, what are those? Wait, you odds? said she's not slow. Well, she could have been slow because like her father could also be her uncle. <laughs> it's a inbred situation happening here in Texas. And we immediately lost all of our <laughs> Texas listeners. Like exactly. anyone in the South who might America. have listened to the show is sorry. Not, yeah. We're Canadian. We judge you. My bad. <laughs> well, not my bad, Stephen's bad. Well, yeah, you're dumb and you're likely your father's well, niece. I just said anyone with that accent is 50% dumber than me. So. <laughs> We're on a high horse because of the... Uh, Donald Trump? The, the, the beer? No, the um, longitude. The what? The longitude. Long <laughs> he said the word longitude. longitude. 
Wait, are you talking? Which what's... is a quite pleasant word in retrospect. <laughs> longitude. Wait, longitude. It's probably latitude. latitude. And latitude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure longitude is longitude. the one you're after. Longitude. Longitude. Okay, so but then, but then the I feel long like attitude. we cut. Okay, so then, and tell me if I'm jumping ahead, but we cut to when Tara Clint <laughs> is about to go into her college interview. No, you okay, cut. No, jump you cut ahead. significantly. Okay, that's yeah, I was bored. You Don't, cut. Doesn't way. he like show up at the office oh, and man. like Mr. Halbert? Hey, hold on, hold on. Mr. Halbert is dismayed at the fact that uh, the dude's in the wheelchair. He's no. like a dude that he met in Texas before. No, you skipped ahead okay, as okay. well. <laughs> this is how in like just captivating the show was for us, obviously. So you skipped ahead. The next, happens, the next thing that happens. The next thing that happens is uh, the uh, backup quarterback again. Um, Goes to the coach and is like, uh, hey, hey, coach, I'd, I'd like to play a wide receiver if you let me. And the coach is like, what if my quarterback gets hurt? What if you get hurt a wide receiver? And then I have no one to play quarterback. Not worth the risk. Not worth the risk. And so I was actually interested Great in this part because. Not worth the risk. Isn't, so is the main, is the coach the guy who was in that show where the newspaper came a day in advance and he saved people? Do you remember that no, show? No, I do remember that. No. He's not. It's, it's not, not the guy? No. <laughs> I thought that was him. We should watch that show. Wait, what show is that? I loved that show when I, I was like 10 years old. Oh, I knew. That seems yeah. like that could be a good one. I don't know what it is, but I'm It's down. called like, what's the name of it? With the, the main coach dude. Like the, the, main, the guy. No, the main I coach dude is in, is in Bloodline yeah. right now. Yes, yeah. that's that's right. So, but so the premise of the show, which is a great premise, is there's one guy in New York City, yeah. who gets a paper every morning at his door, which is the next day's paper, oh. yeah. and he has a chance to save people who are killed, so he Shit. likes, right. and influence the events of the next and day. And that's the show. Yeah, that's the premise of the yeah, show, and it's I awesome. Mean, so every like... day he like runs out and saves someone from a fire, mm-hmm. or like whatever. Isn't that... Um... He's basically Spider-Man. Yeah, but it was, it was pretty <laughs> awesome for <laughs> Spider-Man in New York City with the paper. I mean, yeah. Oh, you're talking about Tobey Maguire. Uh, (laughs) That's not Tobey Maguire. Never mind. Different show. Apologies. Fucking (laughs) Seabiscuit. There's some horses involved. Yeah. So. Okay, so then what happens? Because I clearly missed like three major scenes. So then, then we cut back to the New York office. Okay. And it's the wheelchair kid. And he's like, yeah, I would just like to see, uh, what's his name? Mr. And, Halbert. And the secretary's like, Do you have um, an appointment? Call back. Yeah, call back. <laughs> Even though she's in New York, but yeah. she still sounds like that. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, yo, bitchy secretary trope. Yes. Real. She was yeah, so bitchy with her shitty short hair. And and, uh, and the headset. Yeah, the headset. Um, exactly. excuse me, I'm in a four by four closet right now. Busy. And I need to let you know that you can come back I'm later. Very busy. So then we meet the agent. Because he, yes. he runs out. So she yeah, he manages to get the secretary to, to call like, him out to call out the agent and, and he's like, thinks oh, hey, he's buddy. like got a reason to be there so he's like hey buddy oh big play big play on the ping pong table um and then he goes into the office and then the agent's just a dick to him he's like i only let you in here because i thought your buddy who's an actual good football player was gonna like sign yeah, with wendell me. Wendell. Which I definitely did not. That was also well, something Wendell, I think we didn't have. Wendell Clark. <laughs> no, Great Wendell Canadian Clark. hockey player. <laughs> was trying to be signed by the sports agent. Again, I don't Wendell was no. definitely someone we had not met. Someone that wasn't pertinent to the storyline of this episode. But he was the dude well, that the like really. Was. Well, not at the onset. And he was really the, the, the guy that made her break. Made her broke? He was a make or break kind of person. Made her broke. He was made or broke. We don't know. <laughs> He might have been broke. 
or he, he might have been made. made. But <laughs> sticking in with like the bright lights, big city, oh, kind of like, no. oh, this is like a new town. I don't know what to do with. You guys are small town. The 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 line that really stuck with me in that scene was, this is big time. This is the big time. This is New York City. And then it was like denied. You can't do this. Yeah, and he said he's like the people, the entry level people that come into the show, are Harvard graduates. Oh, okay. And so he shamed him yeah. for even trying. I don't know. I don't know if we've been clear yet that that he's trying to get the job as like a at well, the agency. I wasn't clear. I was just like, why the fuck is this dude showing up on a reference from some guy that he knew? So it was he's just trying to like, get a job at the agency, and the guy's like, yeah, the people who get jobs here are Harvard graduates. And I think he thought like because he was a failed like sports player because oh, he's now in a wheelchair yeah. that he just should be given an opportunity to then be in sports management the guy's like welcome to new york city yeah, exactly exactly um, it's quite so tropey. Not having it. Yeah. welcome to new york city son mm. yep um so now we cut to the moment you talked about earlier which right. is the coach and the principal and they're chit-chatting um the hot woman and the husband yeah right and there's yeah, our baby the apartment which again the, i was yeah, like right. i was like what i thought she was a grandmother like i is that her baby that's her baby that's definitely they're a couple the blonde they have a child the, we find out later the blonde girl dating the backup quarterback is their daughter right it just seems like they have a very young child for how old she's he also takes things so seriously the, the coach? coach yes yeah he's very serious the whole time he seemed a little bit Pissy the whole That's time. his thing. He's just like super That's his gimmick. intense. I guess. He yeah. lives and dies by high school football, which is a thing. Like, and he's that's a little a big bit thing. annoyed by anything that distracts him from that. Eating <laughs> his wife and his baby. <laughs> Eating, sleeping, providing for his family. Um, so she talks to him about how she's like, I went and saw this house, and he's annoyed that she went and saw the house without him. And she's like, I think that it could be really good for I us. Think, well, he was annoyed the by babies. the fact that the, the real estate agent, which is like clearly someone they know, small town Texas, everyone knows everyone, where it's like, oh, you let Brenda show you, show you the house? What is that? Don't do that. Yeah, like, I was so pretty, shameful. I was pretty lost. This whole scene, I'm just like, what are they talking about? Yeah, where and, is the background? And again, this was just when I was like, I this and to your point about maybe this being like a bit of a transitional episode yeah i was just like why do we care so much like th that was the theme for them the whole show yeah. was whether or not they're they gonna buy this yeah. house which is so boring i don't care about their real estate decisions that sucks so think about this we're halfway through the show now with no context so mm. this is why it's boring to us but we're halfway through the show so far what's happened there's a former football player in a wheelchair goes to New York City to try and get an agent job. Yeah. And then there's a married coach and principal and the wife wants to buy a house and the dad's not into it. Nepotism. And then there's a young backup quarterback who wants to play wide receiver. Right. And so these are the three driving storylines. Yes. And when you look at them at face value, they're completely boring. So dull. All like, of them, there is no dumb. inherent entertainment in any of these I know, and even, honestly, scenarios. as someone that doesn't care about sports, I would have enjoyed if there had been a, a game. A football game. A fucking game with There's some like drama. There's, inherent drama to the game. No, there was just a couple practices, and that was it. Ugh. In all likelihood, there would have been a gunfight. So then, I okay, so then after that, is that, again, I'm jumping ahead, maybe, because I was bored, but is this when... Tara Clit <laughs> nope. is about to, okay. We're not even close to that. I feel like the next you jump so far. I really ahead. stopped taking notes. At so some the, point. Next, the next thing they do is it, you see is just um, wheelchair dude, yeah. and then Taylor Critch. Yeah, you know his name. Who's Taylor Critch? He's, he's in he's True Detective boy. season two. 
He's the long bad hair. Boy. The long hair. Is he the boy? Oh, the one that took Why? the wheelchair dude to New York. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. assumed he was a bad boy because he has long hair. Isn't that what you do in shows? Fair. With long yeah. hair, he's the badass kid. Yeah, also, you're right, my you're fiance right. finds him hot, and so I hate his he's guts. He's pretty attractive. <laughs> <laughs> he's not T- bad. He's, but a bit, also, he's also gimmicky, He was in though. the worst season of True Detective out of two. I didn't even well, watch two. I did yeah, not exactly. watch that second oh, was season. He was also oh, in the worst performing movie, the Disney movie, John John Carter. It was the least profitable movie. I've never heard of that. Never heard, literally yeah. not heard of it. It was the worst it was a movie. Disney movie. They spent like three hundred million dollars to film this, oh, God. and it went nowhere. That's upsetting. Nowhere globally. So it just, he's done very well for himself. Hey Poorly. Disney, give us three hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> also, sponsor us, Disney. Disney.com. Well, hi, hey there. Heard of I Little Mermaid? What? Go check it out. Mickey Mouse here. <laughs> We're here to talk about Friday Night Nights. Oh wow. Okay, so then what happens? Um, I so they're, they're walking through Times Square, and it's like kind of a big thing for these two characters being like in Times Square. They haven't seen anything outside of their small town, and they're walking yes, down. Yeah. So then is this after he's gone to try and get a job at the sports? Yeah, agent? after being yeah. Rejected. 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 So, yeah. so he's walking around all bummed out. Right, and he's like, so I'm such an idiot. Yeah. He's all hating on himself. But and then he throughout this entire scene, though, the one thing that is hilarious to me is that the extras they hired were people who could not help themselves but look into the lens of the camera the entire time. Really? Awesome. I did so not you're walking that. like I would definitely do that. You're following <laughs> You're like following, waving the camera yeah. they're like stop it. You're you following these wave. two dudes going down Times Square <laughs> and all the these sign. extras yeah. who are like pretending to be in a fake phone call situation stare into oh, the lens and just keep going and then look up and then they still stare into the lens. That entire scene is worth a rewatch oh, for so then, all of our listeners. Pause it. <laughs> Rewind. Look at all the extras. And then play it again. So they're going to see through, the extras. So then what happens? Oh, nothing. It's a bit basically, of a pet talk. No, basically like, the uh, the wheelchair guy is like depressed. He's almost like crying. The oh, other guy's yeah. trying to like cheer yeah. him up. And he says, which is, I guess, relevant to the plot, but not to us. He says, the only thing I want is my boy in my arms. Right. Yeah. And we don't really know no. what he's talking about. We have no so context. So are you gay? Is what my immediate thing is like, my <laughs> boy like or my boy? No. Or like, what I like my to boy. think is that... Uh, he, I made up a whole story in my head. Great, let's which I think moment. is the moral. Probably of our whole podcast, better than this show. Which is that he got injured. Okay. Yes. He was like a promising young quarterback. Yep. He gets injured, is paralyzed. His girlfriend's pregnant, mm. but he goes on like a drinking, feeling sorry for himself binge. All right. of Texas. And then they break up, and she doesn't let him see his son. Mm. So that's what? the background I created. In she's my like, head. you're a deadbeat. Okay, that makes sense. She's like. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. I need you right. to be this boy's dad. And he's like, fuck He's y'all. like, I can't. I'm mad at the world because I'm injured. So I should have been a superstar quarterback. Right. He's definitely feeling sorry for himself. Yes. But his his uh, his buddy is just there to give him the pep talk. Yeah. And I, yeah, I noted it as the pretty boy pep talk. And it's like, <laughs> you just got to do what you need to do. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Everyone's going to make, make heads or tails of this. But you need to stay on... Your own path. That's he was what sort it was. of just a tropey, pep talky, yeah. long haired yeah. dude. So it was he, a pretty yeah. boy pep talk. Yeah. And so um, basically, what he convinces the wheelchair guy to do, um, let's just call him Wheels. Um, <laughs> I think his name was some, James or Jesse. His name Street? was Wheels. It was Drake. Um, it was Drake. Drake Ramore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Drake, Drake Ramore. Ramore yeah. <laughs> um, so Drake Ramore. <laughs> <laughs> so, True Detective convinces Drake Mamore to um, 
to go essentially get get the player that the the evil agent like was talking about to Wendell. go get Wendell and Wendell convince Clark. him to sign. So Drake Ramore tells tells True Detective True tells Drake Ramore to, to go, go get, get Wendell, Wendell Clark, Clark and convince him to sign with the agent so yeah, that maybe that he'll get a job. Right. That sounds actually way better than whatever the fuck was happening in this episode. I w- this is how I'm envisioning all this again. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, I literally my talk? my notes are just like. I was so frustrated by this point. I was quite bored. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go get Wendell Clark. And then and then you cut to the coach who's like, hey, random assistant coach that we've never met. Yeah. Do you want to be the assistant coach? And I was like, who cares? Wait, this is boring. There was this weird this thing. This part is never, meaningless. It never got revisited where it was like, let's set aside our differences. Wait, whose differences? It was one one man who showed up and talked to the main coach who was like, Always uptight, but more so uptight in this interaction. And they agreed to bury the hatchet. They were like, let's set aside our differences. Okay, fine. Oh, and yeah. Then, I didn't know. I didn't get that at all. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. It just kind of like came and went and nothing came of that after the fact. Um, so, yeah, there's this random coach so scene, which is meaningless. And then, uh, and then you have the backup QB who you find out is dating the daughter of the dad, like we said, mm-hmm. the blonde girl. So, and, and, she, and he asked right. if, if the dad was mad at him. And Does then he not like me anymore? Yeah. Exactly. He's all sensitive and, and shit. Then, and then he explains that he wants to be a wide receiver and the dad doesn't want to let him. Right. Uh, again, very boring. Nothing to add here. Just very... Factual just, stuff. Yeah. Just very straight. Straight whatever. Yeah. I don't even really know. Don't really care. So then... Um, so then... Does it come to the part that I... <laughs> then it comes to the part that you mentioned Yay! about 20 minutes ago. Um, which is our country girl... Tara has, has a has a university interview, I guess. Yeah, which is the thing that she told her cowboy boyfriend about. She's like, I've got an interview. But right before... So the, the woman comes out and is like, okay, I'm ready to interview you. And she's like, oh, sorry, I actually have to take this phone call on my flip phone. Give me a sec, which seems quite unprofessional. No, immediately I was like, you're not going to get whatever no, you yeah, just apply like, for. Oh, I have to take this call. Literally the least professional so thing ever. she takes the call, and her cowboy boyfriend is like, hey, baby girl. I mean, like, sorry, I've been, like, she's like, I've been trying to call you. And he's like, yeah, sorry, I'm busy being a cowboy. And, uh. And she just very quickly is like, I have a question for you. Oh, just yeah. duck into the office. This is the best part of the episode. Right before my interview. When you go away, are you going to be faithful to me? Which is hilarious. Which is hilarious. And he very... So his first response, which is like what you would expect, is like, what kind of question is that? Like, you expect him to deny it through and through. Yeah. And then he's like, well, I mean, it's going to be six months of long, cold nights by myself. So I'm <laughs> so going to try. You know what he's doing? He said I'm it's tr- lonely on the road. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best. And, and I was she's like, like... Disturbed by that, obviously. And I was like, you literally, this took no prompting for you to admit you were going to yeah, cheat on her. very, very quickly acknowledge that you're like, I may cheat on you. And then she's like, oh. And he's like, all right, good luck with your interview. <laughs> Bye. This dude is something else. <laughs> something else. It's he's just like from a different cloth. Just that cowboy culture. So you know? he doesn't have any contact. Yeah, no, no feelings for her, you know, being a little bit upset by that. And then she goes into her interview and is clearly perturbed. And she says, oh, I'm 17. And that's when I was like, hold the phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm 17. You are not 17. I'm from Texas. You are like 32. Yeah. <laughs> a former Sports Illustrated model. <laughs> washed up. Yeah. And she clearly bombs the interview because she's all upset by the fact that her cowboy boyfriend has just told her that he's going to cheat on her. Yeah. 
uh, and then we cut to um, the future. Again, the cuts were very random. And like, yeah. So we cut directly yeah. back to this uh, Sports Illustrated model in the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Being like, so, do you have any news from my did interview? Did you hear back from that shitty exactly. interview that I did? I think in between that, it was another, it was like, a commercial rooting. Break. <laughs> no, it was a commercial break. Literally a commercial break, yeah. On Netflix. <laughs> no, well, that's the thing. It's on Netflix now, but there yeah, was 100% yeah. a commercial mm-hmm. break there, because that's the only way that I, cut makes sense. And yeah. part of that, though, it was, like, a, another rooting moment for the, the, the coach to be in the same outfit all the time. He's always yes. wearing the, like, bright blue tracksuit kind of like yeah i'm a coach <laughs> he's wearing his whistle at all times like it's just ready to go ready. i wear a whistle at all times <laughs> hey yo just in case no i was talking about a rape whistle but i, was I don't know what you were talking about <laughs> uh bear whistle yeah <laughs> did you know that menstruation attracts bears <laughs> oh great now we're gonna have bears in the studio <laughs> <laughs> or Jonathan With all Rogers. Thirty-two-year-old women, yeah, that are claiming to be seventeen. Um, so yeah, she clearly didn't get her interview yep. or whatever it is, get the entry, and the principal is trying to like politician it, like, oh, there's we're keep your opportunities. Da, 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 da. Yeah, boring, boring. Literally no excitement up yep. to this point. Um, so cut to football practice. The new coach is. I guess doing his own thing and the mean coach yeah. is not having it. He's like, Hey, how about you just run the plays we agreed on? <laughs> right. Right. Um, again, a meaningless segment of like two minutes, <laughs> literally no point to this at all. Well, it kind of like this highlighted was a how transitional episode, unless, so if it's not, then this show sucks, but there's so many people that I know that love it. I know. That I have to believe exactly. This show is better. We literally, by total chance, just pick the worst the episode worst of this show. Episode. Yeah, so we I truly, even, I gotta believe that. I hope so, because so many people that I know like it, and it was garbage. Um, I really hope that the real Dylan, Texas, if it's a small town in the middle of nowhere, has more exciting things going on than just this. Yeah, that's the hope. I, I hope so as well, um, because this was boring as fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the next scene is they're at. She brings the wife brings the coach to the house. Oh, yeah, to the real um, estate situation. And he's like, we can't afford this. And then they whisper fight. And then they argue while like, the real ah, estate agent sits ah, ah, And listens. And he's like, what if you lose your job? What if I lose my job? Um, boring. And she's like, honey, you're not going to lose your job. And touches his face a bunch. Yeah. Um, Do you think maybe we don't get it because we're not from America? But maybe. no, but like tons of people who are not from America like this show. I said America. America. Oh. Yeehaw. Um, I found it very boring again, this yep. scene. Um, next scene, the New York tourists. Yeah, the, um, the, more they, pep they, talks. So they meet up with Wendell Clark. <laughs> they meet up with Wendell Clark, and then the wheelchair kid gives him a pep talk. He's yep. Like, You're making a mistake. You got to think about something. I don't know. But what was the mistake? Like, this was what The I mistake didn't get. was that he was, he was ready to sign with another sports agency who was bigger and better. It was like the big sports agency. And then. Um, that was a mistake because the people that we see on screen are not going to get their comeuppance. They're not going to like benefit from the fact. But is that the only mistake? I feel like if that's... so, then he's just a selfish fuck, right? Well, he either gets the money now or he like waits it out and then has more money later. And anyone who's like given the carrot of a million dollars out of high school will be like, yeah, I'll take that. But a uh, wheelchair dude, Drake, showed up and was like, yo. You want money later? We gotta work harder. 
now. And I feel like that's what the pep talk was. That was Dr. And Drake Ramore's pep talk. <laughs> I'm Dr. Drake Ramore. I save people's lives for a living. You're my identical hand twin. <laughs> and listen, this is what you got to do. And it ended with it ended with um, Wait, Wendell did, Clark was like, hey. I'm pretty sure it ended with him getting stung by a jellyfish and then his buddy peeing on him. Yes, exactly. And then yeah. there's a whole scene. And then, I'll be there for you. I'll be be there for you. Much more interesting show. Yeah, Wait, yeah seriously. I and wish then, that we had no context for friends because we could do that. And then can you Ross defends OJ Simpson. Can you imagine? There are people in this world who have never seen an episode of Friends. I know. But how actually, does, it wouldn't how? matter well, because those shows are built to be We're not friends with them. So, so good. But that, that scene does end with uh, these two one-liners because they're two distinct one-liners. And it's so dramatic and so over the top that it should be a daytime soap opera starring Drake Ramore, but it's actually just those two in the like the gym office area. They're at school, and he's convincing him. He's like, "You should go sign with this small town little fucking sports agency," and then he's convinced, but he decides to punctuate it with, "Jason, there's no one else like you, man." <laughs> yeah. And then he turns around and he's like, "I'm counting on that." <laughs> Cut. Fuck. Scenes over. So on to the next lame. thing. Yeah, quite and lame. boring. I'm pretty sure he also said at some point he's like, I could have just left, but I'm not that type of guy. <laughs> Which is uh just so you know, so Steven just went to go pee. <laughs> told just, us not to make it a thing. But he left. So we should probably talk shit about him. Yeah, for the next so five for minutes. the next five minutes, <laughs> all we're gonna talk about is how Steven <laughs> just went to urinate. Yeah. Uh can't hold his beer, so he's only had like one or two. Yep. And he's just already Clearly run into the wasted. bathroom. Clearly hammered. I'm pretty sure I saw a stain on his pants. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he I saw a stain sure on his pants. He for sure pissed himself, and that's why he ran away. Um, yeah, what can you say about Steven? I mean, he, <laughs> what can you say he comes about to these things Steven? unprepared. He yeah, dives into weird things. He hasn't yet talked about Lost, which is quite impressive so I, far. I think it's a failure on his part. I know, I agree. I that mean, was his one job. That's his like, one gimmick. The it's only like... reason, you know how you pick your favorite Spice Girl? So the people listening to this show, when they're picking their favorite Spice Girl in no context whatsoever, mm. you know it's like 90% me and you. 100%. We're but, clearly the best. Yeah. But the 10% that picked Steven were Lost fans. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if he does not mention Lost... He's going to lose his fanship. He's going to lose his fanship. He's going to lose anyone that cares about him talking in this show. So, so we should try... Yeah, we should probably try and make sure that he I mean, talks about I Lost. I think when we... I think when he comes back from his pee, we should literally just... Just talk about Lost and as much K. We should actually, K, he's on as his he's way coming back. back. He's on his way back, so we we're should, just going to yes, pretend so we're, we're talking about Lost. the whole time. So then, um, so then in Lost, when, the smoke uh, monster. when the smoke monster comes out, it seems like that's relevant to this, like, Wendell Clark is kind of like the smoke monster yeah. in Lost. Yeah. Also, we're just saying that, so Steven's back, and uh, we're saying how we're disappointed that he hasn't talked about Lost yet, because that's clearly your thing, and... The fans that you have on the show. I'm pretty sure the coach is the main character in Lost. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the same actor. I think it might be, and I can't no, believe you haven't talked about it yet. It's definitely not. I just can't believe you haven't talked about Lost yet. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, so so some stuff happens. He convinces the guy. Blah, blah, blah. Very fun motivational speech. So then do woo, we, woo, woo. Do we get to the point where they're sitting around the dinner table, or am I jumping No, we ahead? get to the point where he uh, he's actually in the meeting with the agent, and oh, the yeah, agent's right. like, why don't you join us? We need you in there. And it's oh, like, yeah, right. And it's like success. Like, I brought him this player, and now I'm a famous New York so, agent. So, yeah, so Welcome Dr. Drake Ramore brought Wendell Clark to yeah. the, the sports 
Asian yeah. dude that was mad at him before. Yeah. And he's like, thanks, dude. And then they go to go into the meeting and then is like, you should be in here too. And that's his moment and that's basically how he, which is bullshit because the thing was that the shitty sports agent made it seem like it was impossible for him to get into that job. But then because he brought this dude to the interview. It took him about 12 hours to to get into the. Yeah, to get in there. And back to New York. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, I mean. Did they leave New York? No, they've been in New York. I feel like Wendell might have been in New York the whole time. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, yeah. Wendell's like a superstar player now. I think no, he went back to Texas. I don't think they went back. Mm. All right, so, I'm pretty sure they were in New York. So they made time. it happen. And Anyways, so that whole scene is over. Wheelie, like that's the rest of that plot device is done. It's done he for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um, and then we get to the kitchen table. Right. So it's the it's the sports coach. And the principal, who are mad at each the other. sports coach. <laughs> as opposed to a life coach. <laughs> Can you imagine this him as a life coach? <laughs> that's his wife. To, uh, that's, that's what she does. She's, yeah. she's a I guidance counselor, not He's a principal. You just coach. need to get your life together. Um, and they're mad at each other because they're not on the same page about that house situation. Yeah. And, and the then, daughter is there with the quarterback, or the wannabe. Oh, they're doing The dinner. daughter's there yeah. with the backup yeah. quarterback. And so that she's was, like, that was a really why don't you make weird him... Weird yeah. Interaction it was because uncomfortable. The entire time uh, I watched that, the entire time they were re- like interacting with each other, I immediately thought of the SNL skit with Will Ferrell and then Molly Shannon and Sarah Michelle. I think it was yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller sitting at the table having an awkward dinner conversation, and they're just like you can hear the cutlery hitting the plate, tink 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 tink, just over and over again, and they all have this awkward kind of like disposition about them and anytime someone opens their mouth it just becomes an argument they're just arguing over and yeah, over there's again tension. so much tension in this scene and i was waiting based on 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 that snl skit for uh sports dude the dad to show up and be like yelling and yelling and yelling he's like i drive a dodge status i drive a dodge stratus Fuck you! I'm the man of the house! It was so aggro. It was so fucking aggro. Is this a famous SNL skit that I I just don't know? I'm not familiar with it. I I feel like I watch a lot of SNL, (laughs) and I feel like you've picked a very specific skit. This will be a a bonus highlight on the website. (laughs) Fuck you guys. I drive a Dodge Stratus. So wait, um, is it Stratus or a Stratus? Stratus. Um, Well, you know, we've been So, anywho... Um, so basically, awkward. the daughter's like, "Why don't you let him be a wide receiver?" Which is also very awkward for both the boy and, yeah, and the also parent. a euphemism. And, and he and says, then, "We don't talk about football at the dinner table." Yeah. Um, is this when you guys woke then the kid up? Gets this is ballsy. when I was going to sleep. Then the kid gets ballsy and he's like, well, "Makes a bet." I, I, he's like, "I could, you could give me any play right now, and I would catch that ball or whatever." And the dad's like, "Any play?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like. Let's you miss one, we never talk about this again. He's ten. Like, yeah, if you you got to hit 10, 10 out of 10, then I'll think about it. Yeah. Um, so they so run outside. Right now. So this, you're not a sports fan, so nope. you might not have noticed this, but he was giving him very, very basic roots. And I, understand, like that he, that. I understand that he's a football player, but he it's said, also high school. he goes slant. A slant route is when you go straight and then and you then slant. Cut. 45. So this is 45, where I was like, like I clearly, like, I was like, oh, I don't know anything that's going on right now. And, and then I he's like, curl. A curl is when you run straight and, <laughs> and then curl. run back. Like, <laughs> these are very basic plays. Right. And it's high I was school. like, but they seemed like it was all the same. Every pass that they school. gave him, it seemed well, the same. They were doing it in the in the little in quaint the roundabout that they live. Yeah, it's but a cul de sac. So this is the only part of the show I, I was genuinely like, 
oh, these like the the show could be good. I thought the writing was good. I thought the the little interactions between I thought the, the coach, writing was good. Yeah, the yeah, little yeah. interactions between the coach and the the kid were like, like after. So basically, the kid goes nine for nine, and then uh, he misses the last ball, and he walks up to the coach all like downtrodden. The coach like. That was a terrible throw. Yeah. That was a terrible it throw. It was a piss poor pass. Yeah, is what some, it says. some shit like that. Yeah. And then right after that, they're each walking off in their own coupledom. Because, well, like, like, the boyfriend and the girl, and then the And he's the like, parents. I think about it. And then the the, hus- the coach goes, Do we have any ice in the house? He's like, I haven't thrown like that, or whatever. Yeah, like, she's like, You haven't thrown like that in years. Yeah. Um, clearly, soft <laughs> yeah. spot. Life yeah. is not <laughs> as, as exciting as it needs to be. Well, have we, have we already seen a scene where they, like, it's the middle of the night and he wakes up? Or no, she that hasn't happened yet. Oh, yeah, that's next. Yeah. So first we get to see the cowgirl looking at right. a, a list of colleges, which is such uh, a trope. Yeah, she, she crumples, crumples the, paper. the paper. Yeah. And she calls, or I guess she decides to, like, pack her things and go with the rodeo cowboy. Yeah, she ditches school <laughs> to go with the unfaithful cowboy because she's like, well, you're for sure going to cheat on me, so I should probably just give up my dreams to make sure that you oh, don't yeah. do that. The runaway couple runs away. So I'll go run with figure. You. What yeah. a dumb... Dumb thing. Yeah, so she gives up all her dreams for And him. then the wife wakes up the coach in the middle of the night and he's like, Who's wearing his championship ring? <laughs> and I think that was gleaming in the middle oh, of the really? night. In I the moonlight. It was on that. his finger outside of the be- like the, the sheets. Yeah, I didn't notice. I was and I was very bothered by the fact that whatever I mean, it worked in this case, which is such bullshit. But if you ever want your guy to do something for you, don't fucking wake him up. <laughs> and put the light in his face. And put the light in his face. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, like treat him like shit to get your way. Yep. Makes no sense. Yep. Waterboard him. Let the man sleep. <laughs> Jesus. Let the man sleep. Men, same thing. Don't wake. Well, not that they ever would, but don't wake up your wife in the middle of the night to ask for something. It just doesn't make no, it sense. No, doesn't work. You're only going to Let the person sleep. Yeah. Talk about it in the morning. Sheesh. Sheesh, guys, I'm making a big deal out of literally nothing because there's nothing in this show. So I feel like I need to add some drama I to, to it. I feel passionate about something, uh, but I'm annoyed by it. Um, And, of course, he's like, yeah, so okay. So she says, she's like, will you please just come and see the house with me one more time? And he goes, yeah, he's okay. Like, fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. Finally folds. So he's ready to go. Next day in the house, coach is pacing around, dramatic pause, and he goes... We, we can't do this financially. Yeah, and he's like, I want to be able to give this to you, but I can't. And the wife is like, I love you some reason. Well, she says, like, I don't need... So after all that pushing, she's like, I don't need this house. Like, we're good. And I literally, like, this house was the plot device for one episode, and it was it's so, so boring. boring. That's what I said. I was like, I actually don't fucking care whether or not this couple buys a house or not. How is that a plot device? So boring. But it was clearly meant to be, like, her whole narrative the whole time was, like, whatever we do, we do it together. And, like, that's all that matters to me. And I just want to make sure we do it together. And so then they decide together that they don't need this house. And they're like, sorry, real estate agent. We don't actually need this. We're not on the market. And And then they leave. All right. Hooray. She was also, I feel like they didn't do enough justice making that real estate agent annoying because if she was... Um, who's Joey's agent on Friends? Drake Grimora? Uh, Celeste, no, Celeste, no, uh, no, no. The, the big, Estelle. the blonde one? Estelle. Estelle. Hey, Estelle. hey, if she was a yeah. little more like this, it would be a lot funnier. But she's not, she's just like some small town, like I'm from Texas too. They probably, like her and the mom, or grandmom, whatever the hell she her was. cousins. They're nieces and nephews. Um, they're inbred. 
That was a boring plot device the whole time. And then we get the wheelchair guy practicing his take me back speech in the car. Very boring. Nothing special about it. Then we go to Facebook. I wrote FB and I said Facebook. Football <laughs> practice. That's that would hilarious. be more interesting. Right? Facebook practice. Facebook practice. The coach is like, 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 like. <laughs> um, Comment. Go. Comment. Like. So we're back at React. football practice. The coach tries to kid out a wide receiver. He kills it, obviously, because obviously. we knew this the whole time. Yep, yep, yep. Boring. I'm just going to fly through the rest of this episode because there's like two it's, minutes yeah, left. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Uh, at this point, I'm literally falling asleep. I'm like struggling to keep my eyes open. Um, and so the guy, then we get to the New York situation where they like he wheels up to the house, yeah, to so, a house. So him and so Dr. Drake Ramore and the badass kid, what did we call him? True again? detective. True detective. <laughs> they come to like, this is clearly the whole reason why Wheelie. Well, they're they're in a cab in the mid, a New York city cab in the middle of the suburbs, probably like, I don't know. Um, I don't know anything. Connecticut. Any sure. Like, they're just, like, outside of New York. They clearly had made a journey to get to where they need to be at this very moment. And at that very moment, they get out of the cab, and he helps them out of the cab. And, and then, he's, the whole time he's been practicing, he's like, what am I going to say to her when I get there? And then they, they share a moment. They have this, like, very heartfelt... And this is where, like, I see why people would be compelled to watch... What's the name of the show? Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Lost in New York. Lost. (laughs) (laughs) Friday Night Lost. Friday Night Lost in New York. Friday Night Smoke Monster. (laughs) (laughs) It's for these moments where they're just kind of like having a heart to heart. Yeah. And in in that moment, watch it for the football. (laughs) In that moment, they they kind of like go through the like oh the history right they're like. I've known each other. We've known each other since we were like six, and this is why we. I was clearly asleep for this. Yeah, whole time. I didn't feel compelled or moved by. This is all. why we are here right now. This is justifying the journey that they've made together because, uh, fucking True Detective has only been there to like usher the dude in the wheelchair on to make sure the ramps are clear. He's a facilitator. Yeah, so it comes down to that, and the thing that punctuates everything is Texas Forever. Oh yeah, Texas Forever, and then they like. Did they say on. that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my Texas god. Texas Forever. Oh yes, that's right. god. Goes up to the house. I'm sad I missed that. And this woman comes out with a baby, and then you're like, okay, so so the context. That's his that we son. Have. Yeah. So you kind of come to understand that it's one of those like, the grandiose sweeper off her feet moments where okay. like she's Hi. effective. I beg your pardon. I understand you're. <laughs> Uh, oh, do you need a cigarette? Yes, yeah, something. something to we have a special what? guest. Do you something want to say your name? Or, yeah, you here we go. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, hi, I'm Yana. We're, we're recording something. Oh, okay. so uh, you can this be happens our... to me all the time. Is this Wednesday today? <laughs> yes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Last week. This happens think. to you all Wait, the time. Really? That's so interesting. Wednesday? I was in a, a some sort of other otherwise a group meeting, but expectedly. Sure. However, oh, so smoking. well, no, I mean we aren't either. But we're we're talking about a TV show right now. Which one? Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights. Lights. It's pretty bad. Have you watched it? No. I don't recommend it. I don't watch it. television. I'm, I'm really oblivious. That's, that's, oh, that's kind of the essence kind of, what, of what, yeah. we're, what we're going for. That's good, because you don't have any context for anything that we're talking about right now. You have no context whatsoever. No. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. That's perfect. Amazing. Okay. Great. Thanks, well, So Anna. you're a little guest yep. star. That's great. Cool. But I didn't say anything. So no, no, that's okay. No, no, it's no, fine. You, just, you'll have to sign an NDA later. You're good. It's like, no. Yeah, we'll we'll catch up with you in a bit. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>
<laughs> awesome. Special guest star. Cool. Yana. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, uh, Texas Forever, and then dude rolls up to the, the like, pretty big house. Yeah, right? Middle house of the burbs. I feel like it was Connecticut. Sure. Woman Probably, comes like, out with a baby. Yep. And he, he and tells he her, speech. he tells her he has a new job. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to move here and I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to live here regardless. And I hope that it can be with you and our baby. But I was so bored during this qu- whole thing. And he got thing. all emotional, but in a way that felt really shitty. He was crying, but it was he like. He was weeping. It was, was There were no actual tears. It was just. But annoying. the best part was that you cut back to True Detective, who's leading on the cat, <laughs> equally as teary. Yeah, he was emotional. I just thought he brooding. was jealous. He, he, <laughs> whoa. Maybe. He was like, he was like, I'm losing my boy to mm. this baby. Didn't they just right. kind of like, just like give each other the, the like, I'm your best friend. You're my best friend. I'll do whatever for you. Kind of like, I, that got, was I got a jealous vibe. That's I all I'm be saying. I want besties forever and I don't want you to leave me for this woman. Anyways, so the end of the episode is literally you looking at the bad boy's face. Yep. You're looking at True Detective's face. End of episode. And I barely made it to that. Yeah. I so the like, woman is, God. but also it seemed like the wheelie dude was so like unsure as to whether this woman would take him. And she, she took him in like two minutes. Will, she was yeah. like, oh my God, I've missed you. And she kissed him. Yeah. So that's the context gonna be, we don't have. They're like, going to be fine. No, they're going to be fucked. They're, they're going to be trying to live on the streets. They're going to move to the city. No, they're going to move to Manhattan. He's going to have to he, sell one of the wheels on his chair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going to have to panhandle in uh, a shitty suit. Uh, yeah, so that was that. So my favorite character of this entire episode of Friday Night Lights Dr. was Yana. Yana oh. showed up. Yeah. She was just like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Yeah, she uh, was great. More importantly, yeah, it was it was Drake. It was, it was Dr. Dr. Drake, Drake Ramore. Ramore. So, uh, end of episode. I found it so boring. Super boring. Was not inspired at all. There was no uh, one scene that I was excited no, about. There's nothing, like, it was hard to make this episode funny. We apologize because you, it's, you, really can't, you couldn't even make it funny. Nothing happened. No, nothing happened. There wasn't even an extreme I feel character. like the funniest part was the fact that head coach, always in the same clothes at all times. I didn't even notice that. He wore his whistle and his ring to bed. Like, he, that, I think Ugh. the epitome of small town Texas high school football, like, that exists. I don't think that's lost on me. But what I do think is lost on me is the fact that people care about this outside of the sport. They're like, oh, this is our community. This is what we got to oh, do. God. This is why we need to buy a house. This is how we make our living. But I just can't believe that we didn't get any... And again, this is coming from a person that doesn't care about sports, but I would have liked to see a game where there was some drama. Yeah. There was none well, of that. We got My practice. biggest disappointment is there was no... We're talking about practice? practice. We're talking about practice, practice, not a game. There was practice and there was not a heart a game. attack. There was no game. There was. N- there was I just, guess the heart attack was like... I feel slighted for having watched this whole episode yep. without a football game. And well, we, this is and why... We learned that this is clearly not even a good episode. This is so. why you would... Probably want to watch Lost. So there you go. No, that's not. <laughs> you got me. Yeah. You got You're me. Right. So and actually, you got actually, me. because of how bad this was, you probably would want to watch Lost instead. Well, I mean, no, Lost what has I, what no I was going to say is that they do have golf on Lost. We every episode we ask, would you watch more of this? Right. And I would just say yes because I feel like we it watched the worst. It must get better. It there. must get better. So many people love this show. There has to be a like. This has to be like a down moment yeah, for, this, there, for this show. I would, I would think it has, that it has to, be. to get better, but I have no interest in, in watching this again. I would watch it again if I knew there was going to be a, a, football, a game. football game. Yeah, maybe we'll choose an episode where there is definitely a dramatic game, but that's all I care about. We'd have to ask Evan's fiance for that. Yeah. yeah she we could, have to get uh, some guidance from her on some episodes She could to provide watch. some context. Too much context. Um, which character are you... Uh, 
you I feel mean, you're most related only, to? I I only relate to Dr. Drake Ramore because that's funnier than his actual character. Yep. True Detective was, was, you know, pretty attractive. Actually, Tara Clit was hot, and I thought she was, you know, like a nice little character. <laughs> I really think her name is not Tara Clit. It is. It's Tara Clit. She said it many times. Did she? And the cowboy. Actually, her cowboy was, I mean, he's an, an absolute travesty of a human that can't be faithful to her for six months, but he was cute. I uh, love how you choose your characters based on looks. <laughs> I personally would be the coach because he seems like a dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I kind of envy that. That he gets to live he his does life seem as like a, a dick. dick. Yeah, with a hot wife, and he's just an asshole the whole time. Well, also she, hot slash grandma, because that's how you kind of prescri- like describe yeah, her. Yeah, she's a hot girl. She's a bit of a She's a girl, oh, for sure. Oh, God. Yeah. A God I'd like to <sighs> friend on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> she's F- a gilf. <laughs> <laughs> gilf off. Gilf off. You can gilf right off. <laughs> <laughs> I will okay, I need to pee. friend you on Facebook. I think this happens at the end of every episode. I leave to pee. Yeah, Ali leaves to pee, and we just, what do we call it? I well, I mean, so it. when you left, we talked badly about you, so now we can talk badly about Allie, and then we can end the episode. I don't know if us talking badly about Allie is quite as near as how badly you talked about me when I was gone, so... No, it wasn't It wasn't too bad. Anyways, Allie pees too much. How about that? And you guys smoke cigarettes, which are bad for you. Smoking kills. Smoking hey, kills. anti-smoking pack, if you want to sponsor our podcast, I'll talk about how smoking's bad. Hey, big anti-tobacco. Come get in our corner. Also... If you want to watch Lost, do it. Also, <laughs> if you ever want to use our hashtag, hashtag whatsoever, we'll respond to you. Tweet us. Uh, Find us on Twitter and SoundCloud. Yeah, just Twitter. No context whatsoever. It makes no sense for us. Also, to go to www.nocontextwhatsoever.com. Check out our website. You can find other episodes. Um, you should also probably check out Squarespace. Sponsor us. Find us on PokemonGo.com. <laughs> And enjoy enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll see you for the next five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten episodes. Seasons. Or ten seasons. seasons. Around the world. Here we go. Next ten seasons. All right. See you next time. Five for ten. Hula. Hula. <laughs> uh, recording this in a park. <laughs>